0: In three, two, one, welcome back to another episode of What the Bleep Are They Talking About, the podcast where we help you understand what everyone's talking about in the news today. I'm Jack. I'm Jennifer. And before we get started, make sure you share this content with everybody.
1: And don't forget to like us and subscribe to us and do all the things with us on our social media. And only us, guys, because remember, we like to control all the content that you hear.
0: Oh my gosh, that's so <laughs> But in all seriousness, we want to make sure, uh, make sure you check out other perspectives as well. Don't just rely on us for your that. information. Don't listen to Jennifer. That's
1: the total opposite of what we want. I was being...
0: She was being totally facetious. And you know who's not being facetious?
1: Who is that? Doc?
0: New York City.
1: Are they ever facetious?
0: I don't know anymore. But apparently, New York City has okayed. Uh, safe sites for drug use, aiming, uh, aiming to curb overdoses. So essentially, they have spots in the city where it's okay to do drugs, I'm guessing, yeah, um, right. to curb overdoses. Because I guess the rationale is that people are doing uh, drugs secretly, and therefore they're getting bad products, and they're doing too much than their bodies can handle, and thusly they are
2: overdosing.
1: Yeah, and I... I want this to be a good thing. But then I also am work. So, because, you know, there's been a lot of pushback from even, like, a needle exchange program. Like, the University of Miami, I believe it was, one of the two, in South tried to do a needle exchange program.
2: And what is that?
1: So, a needle exchange program would essentially be where you could say you do a drug that requires people, which apparently I don't know. Like um, a heroin, heroin, I, I guess. guess. Yeah. I don't know. Um, you do heroin. You come in. You can exchange your needle, your dirty needle, for clean ones. So you're not, like, sharing them or doing things like that that could cause you to contract blood, illnesses, things like that, like HIV, whatever.
0: And they just clean them for you?
1: They would either give you, like, new ones, like fresh ones, right. or they would do a, yeah, like a sterilization process. There are also, like, self-sterilization that these programs want to give out so mm-hmm. that even if you can't get to the the program to exchange your needles you can at least like sterilize.
0: Well, couldn't they? They can't sterilize them themselves if they had the products necessary. To, you can't like stick it in a dishwasher or anything. No,
1: you? it requires like, uh, I'm not like say the ratio but oh. like a bleach, Or again, the programs just like dispose of them and purchase
2: new. They can't just buy their own bleach and do it themselves
1: they could but that could be also dangerous if you don't think out good enough and you're essentially injecting bleach into your body
0: anyway so what's the what's the pushback
1: the pushback is that it encourages more drug use and things like that when really the the only like the goal is to just have safer drug use so right. that we're not passing hiv sharing needles things like that
0: i can't imagine that it actually does increase drug use. I would imagine it, it does exactly what it's set out to do. It just helps people to get clean needles. I mean, people that are doing drugs are doing drugs, and I don't think more people will be doing drugs because they get clean needles. I think most people who use needles are addicted, I don't think people are suddenly on the bandwagon to do hard drugs because they can get...
1: Oh, we can get clean needles now, Right, so, so
0: uh, I was no. putting it off for a while, but now that I can get a clean, N- fresh now that needle... Now I can
1: be sure, like, then, yeah, I'm on board. So, no, I think it would do exactly what it aims to do. I don't think it would promote any additional drugs or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, When I first heard about the program years ago, so like two or three years ago now, I have not been able to see how it's been doing, I hope the big bad that we don't talk about has hurt their program. Um, they were not able to use any type of government funding for it, obviously. Um, so it all had to come from like donations like, or outside grants
0: like that. I don't see a problem with that. I mean, then, you know, you're not using taxpayer money or whatever. I mean, there's yeah. no difference between using taxpayer money and, and just crowdfunding, other than the fact that it might not be something that's sustainable. Yeah. Right, from one year to the next, you might not get the same amount of donations this and, year compared to the next year.
1: And hopefully, if they were able to show that it does work, and maybe even show, like, hey, it doesn't increase drug use, that data were magically available or able to be gotten, maybe they would eventually be able to use government funds for it. Right. So,
0: uh, so from the New York uh, oh, no, sorry. The Atlantic Press. Associated yeah. Press. I always do that. You them. always. Uh, the first officially authorized safe haven for people to use heroin and other narcotics has been cleared to open in New York City in hopes of curbing deadly overdoses, uh, officials said Tuesday. The privately run overdose prevention, prevention centers provide a monitored place for drug users to partake. No one's going to use that. Like if you're doing drugs, you're just doing it in your house. You're not yeah. going to go down to the community overdose prevention center and do your drugs.
1: Also, I feel like people who use drugs are going to be like, "This is a trap." You're just going to like.
0: That's so true. You're
1: just going to have.
0: Even cops when you tell there. them it's not, it still is. Yeah. Like we have a. I I used to be a wick, and we would tell people all the time. This was under President Trump. Oh scary uh and and we would tell the participants specifically if they were illegal immigrants like don't worry we're not going to report you yeah uh, right you're allowed to use our services and we're not allowed to give out your information but they still would not do it because of the idea that we would because we're a government program Mm -hmm. so i I think you're right i don't think i think they're going to be afraid of that yeah i also don't see people who do drugs secretly going down to a community center to do their drugs
3: I think, like, you well, do your
0: drugs to relax. Going outside your home to a place you don't know is not a way to relax.
1: I don't know if this is... I'm sure this is thing some people are doing, and I don't know if it's the best solution, but, like, just make sure that people in the community and, like, the, make sure they have freaking Narcan. What is that? It's, like, the resuscitation drugs. Like, if you do overdose, you're Narcan. It's just, like, a spray. Like you're spray. Oh, and it can get somebody out of it.
0: So why don't we have funding for that? I mean, I mean, rather than having uh, a community prevention place or whatever.
1: So I know all EMTs have it. Right. Um, cops I think have it, Mm -hmm. and a lot of community-based organizations are getting it. Right. Um, but I. And I don't know enough about why we're not just distributing Mm -hmm. it to the community. Um, I think payment is a lot of it. People also already have a big issue with Mm -hmm. it being, like, provided to community-based organizations, I guess, and EMTs. Like, oh, my life-saving insulin costs me $3,000 a month, but Mm -hmm. a druggie can get life-saving Narcan for
0: nothing. I can agree with that. Yeah. I understand that. Um, But uh, my thought now is New York is completely liberal, so why don't they just legalize all hard drugs? Which would, like I always say, potentially it would lead to people distributing it safely in a building, and and they can have all these prevention strategies kind of situated around that small business vendor, right? A small portion of your fees have to go, or your sales has to go towards these prevention strategies, and you have to have overdose resources and, and this, that, and the other thing.
1: I don't think anybody to agree to legalize heroin.
0: I don't know. I mean, if the idea is, is, is to prevent these things, the best way to prevent it is to make it safe. Right. Regulate it. Right. Plus, they get the tax revenue, and te- New York desperately needs tax revenue.
1: That exactly like i But... I don't
0: know. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know. Also known as the uh, supervised injection sites or safer consumption spaces, uh, these... Overdose prevention centers exist in Canada, Australia, and Europe and have been discussed for years in New York and some other U.S. cities and states. A few unofficial facilities have operated for some time. Proponents see the facilities as a pragmatic life-saving tool for uh, stopping overdoses, which are claiming a record number of lives in the U.S. and its most populous cities. I'm proud to show, uh, according to Mayor de Blasio, I'm proud to show that cities in this country Uh, that after decades of failure uh, have a smarter approach that is possible. Opponents, however, see the sites as a moral failure that essentially sanctions people harming themselves and creates hubs of drug use. Further, federal laws ban operating a place for taking illegal drugs, and the government successfully sued in recent years to block a supervised consumption space in Philadelphia. The U.S. Justice Department declined Tuesday to comment on New York City's approach, which is allowing supervised injection sites at existing syringe exchange programs. Uh, City Health Commissioner Dr. Dave Cholsky uh, said that the supervised consumption sites were open as of Tuesday, so apparently there is a problem with the courts where it might not even be allowed to stay open. Yeah, I um, I'm guessing that's because heroin is, is federally it's illegal. Um, the sites don't sell drugs. Users bring their own, but have monitors who watch for signs of overdose and can administer an antidote if needed. Imagine working there. Like, if you think working as a guard at a prison is bad, imagine being the nurse who has to oversee people that come in to your place of business and shoot off drugs, and you have to be there in case
2: they almost die. I would No. That's
0: uh, Sterile syringes and other... Plus, you're not going to get paid a lot, I imagine. Oh, no. Uh, sterile syringes and other accoutrements are usually on hand. Trollsky said that the facilities also would offer referrals to drug treatment and other services, which I'm sure they would not partake in.
1: So I'm on the fence with that one, because a huge part of like social work theory and and our approach is meet somebody where they're at. Mm -hmm. You're not going to walk into, you know, no, the first time they come in, if you start on them and are like, hey, maybe don't do this. Right, they're going to be like, no, get the heck away gonna from me. They're going to be like, yeah. They're not going to be open to it. But if you know these people mm-hmm. through the safe consumption site, start meeting with them, build that rapport, build that relationship, start talking to them, tell them, hey, you know, is, is this really helping your life? Is this really something you want to continue doing? Mm-hmm. You could potentially break through those barriers
0: at them. true i mean you're exactly right the, the first thing when it comes to change is, is is having someone you know and you can trust and you can lean on
1: exactly and like building those relationships mm-hmm. is a huge part of it get to where they are and meet them where they're at and maybe you have more of a shot than saying hey we're gonna place you under an involuntary hold right which we know is only gonna detox you and then you're gonna be right back out there
0: mm-hmm. uh when i i just thought of this. Um, there's going to be a security guard in there. Right? Work. You can't just have nurses or whoever's in there. Social workers. Right. Social workers unaccompanied, because if, if you're doing hard drugs, I mean, someone's going to go crazy. Yeah. And then are they really going to go back to that comment you made? Are they really going to go in there, especially when they do have some form of security personnel on staff? Unless they're hidden away or I something. I would hope
1: they're, like, plainclothes or something. If not.
0: They're in there
2: with a fake syringe. <laughs> um,
0: this place is about meeting people where they're at oh, oh look uh, and giving them the hours and the days and the support that they need to make the choices for themselves that
1: was if I did
0: this. Uh, advocates and city officials also argue that the sites can help curb drug uses in public places the US has been contending for years with a bloom of, in opioid use and deaths fueled at first by increasing increased prescribing including newly available painkillers in the 1990s and then by heroin illicit fentanyl uh, nearly 500,000 people nationwide died of overdose uh, opioid overdose from 1999 to 2019 according to the federal center for disease control and prevention the cdc estimates that there are more than 93,000 overdose deaths in 2020 up nearly 30% from the prior years number Likely due to the, the pandemic. Say,
1: can we really talk about I don't. I don't think we can really back
0: there. Um, in New York City, more than 2,000 people died of overdoses last year, the most since reporting began in 2000. What do you mean?
1: I mean, 2020 was a rough year. Can we really compare overdose in 2020 to, like, 2019?
0: No, I don't think you can. Yeah. I mean, especially, I mean, the, the, the circumstances were completely different. Oh, yeah. I mean, depression was at an all-time high. Um, people are locked down for for an extended period of time, of course, they're going to probably be doing more drugs and likely overdose.
1: And more likely to be alone.
0: Right. Uh, Right, so then there's no one there to maybe call call 911. At the same time, some communities in the Seattle area and elsewhere have moved to ban them or discussed doing so. Researchers have estimated that supervised injection sites in New York City could prevent 130 deaths per year and save $7 In healthcare expenses, uh, studies have also found that such facilities reduce HIV infections and 911 calls for overdoses, among other problems. And so, I guess that's what comes down to: how much money are you saving by implementing something else? Right. At the end of the day,
1: how am I saving you money?
0: Right, because you might be spending money, but you could actually be saving money. Uh, The Blasio, who is term limited, and leaving office next month first asked the state for permission to authorize such sites in 2018. At the time, city officials said they would need approval from the state health department and the district attorneys in the area uh, and other officials. An inquiry was sent Tuesday to the health department. Some of New York City's five district attorneys, including the Manhattan, Brooklyn, and Queens, are open to the injection sites. Queen DA Melinda Katz says uh, she believes we must explore all viable public health and safety strategies. To save lives and connect drug users to treatment, medical care, and critical social services, spokesperson Chris Calcano said. But Staten Island DA Michael McMahon has opposed the facilities, saying they amount to the government encouraging illicit drug use. I believe creating supervised injection sites undermines prevention and treatment efforts and only serves to normalize use of these deadly drugs, which I disagree with, because I mean, you're doing it at a specific site, which is not normal drug behavior.
1: I mean, here's the thing. Like, I just think about my—I can only speak for myself here. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit here and be like, well, you know, I've never done heroin, but if I've got a safe place to do it, like, I as well try it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm— regular people who aren't doing drugs are not going to just be like, think I'll try some heroin today. Right? It's just not going to happen.
0: Mm-hmm. It, especially the the atmosphere that surrounds heroin. Looking at the individual who just looks disheveled from doing heroin, it's not easy to normalize something
2: like that.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I
1: have plenty of experience. Why they
0: such as, I mean, there is, I mean, you know, some people are worried that it will be normalized and it will lead people to doing more drugs. Um, I, I don't agree that that's the case.
1: My main one, not to go on too much of the tangent, but would be how much are we, I don't know, looking at, like, the prison system, mm-hmm. is that really more of our aim, is to, like, make sure we're putting these people behind bars versus actually connecting them to help and
3: As we've kind of talked about in the past, the war on drugs Mm -hmm.
1: makes
0: people fun. So kind of what you're saying is this person has it out for people who do drugs, right? Probably because of some past experience. Maybe he was like mugged on the street by some guy who was high on heroin, and now he has this kind of mentality of, hey, you know, I really can't stand these people. Like, he has a bias towards them now. And he's like, I'd much rather them be in jail than give them help. And not saying that's true, but just postulate.
1: Either that or the Prison system helps him politically a lot more than the drug.
0: I don't know about that. At, like, I, I lean said it's towards, a I said right. it's a
1: tangent that, that I, I we won't get on, but
0: I lean more towards personal bias, uh, or, or it's just a moral and ethical, and he just believes that the more normalized it becomes, the more likely maybe his kids yeah will, will and also be like not
1: in it. my backyard. Syndrome. Like right. also, he is a politician, so he's gonna be like, no, we're not gonna have not in my backyard. So. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, City Special narcotics Prosecutor Bridget Brennan also has expressed reservations in the past, saying that the facilities could risk legal problems, uh, neighborhood tension, and giving a misinterpretation, misimpression that drug use is safe. I would kind of agree with the neighborhood tension part, because where are they putting this? Are they putting it in a low-income neighborhood, and then you just have a line of druggies kind of walking down your your mom, you're living in a low-income neighborhood, you don't want to be there and you want to kind of clean up your streets and make it nicer for your kids and now you've got a line of druggies walking down the street to go to this, you know, uh, place where they're just going to shit up but drugs. But you've
1: got them sitting on the side of, like on the sidewalk by trash cans. I
0: mean, True. We, walk,
1: we walk down or the streets of downtown Orlando all the time.
0: True. But then, those
1: people are doing drugs.
0: Then the argument is where do you put it because you sure they might be all over the street, but one neighborhood has to suffer while all the other ones might get them off the street. I don't
1: think it does. I think all the neighborhoods can have.
0: So then all the neighborhoods all can the suffer. All the neighborhoods okay. suffer,
1: yeah. All the neighborhoods are suffering from the, the drug use, so...
0: True. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm just thinking of... You're, you're kind of leading them all in one, one direction. That,
1: yeah, that's fair. Property tax.
0: After Tuesday's announcement, Brennan didn't criticize the new consumption spaces, but called on the city to measure their effectiveness.
1: And that's totally fair.
0: Right, that's totally Make sure fair. they're working. If they're not working, then what's Shot the point in, in, in funding them?
1: Exactly.
0: Uh, the New York's, uh, I mean, that goes for any policy that anyone proposes any time. It ever. should be backed by research and data and shows whether it's good or not, the, regardless of what a political affiliation passed the bill or whatever. 100 the uh, New York Police Department said it had been consulted about the city's authorization of the injection site, but the department didn't immediately elaborate as they got their net guns ready and <laughs> and their and the, uh, and, and the cop cars spruced up for the influx of, of heroin addicts to the jails. Uh, the announcement came less than two months after the U.S. Supreme Court declined to take up Philadelphia's group's uh, a Philadelphia group's fight to open a safe injection site, which a divided federal appeals court had rejected. Federal prosecutors in Philadelphia have had sued to stop the plan, citing a 1980s law that was aimed at shuttering locations where people used crack cocaine. That is the end of the article. I'm, it's I'm very curious abrupt. why is it a federal issue? Why is that not like a state issue, and the state gets to decide what drugs are are legal in their state? Why is like a blanket statement from the, the federal government that says, th- "This drug is illegal in, in every single state." Or is that just something that goes far back to, to when we were incentivizing one corporation over another, like big tobacco over, over hemp or something like that, or the forestry
3: industry over hemp? I don't know. I feel like universally recognized bad
2: well I guess you could make the argument
0: that because it's coming over the southern border therefore it's a, 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 a federal issue and to stem the flow of heroin you have to make it illegal in every state maybe that's why yeah but I, I just don't understand uh, from a state level I mean you're, each state has their own demographic, they each have their own individual circumstance, right? They know their population fast. And maybe dealing with, with the drug use should be on their own individual, in their own
2: individual way.
1: Yeah, I think like you said, every state has their own demographic, their own way of dealing with different things. Something like rural Alabama mm-hmm. would not benefit from this because aren't in the city or, like, they're going back to their trailer and, and doing it. And no amount of, like, program, there's mm-hmm. no centralized area in, like, a rural town where you e- would even have a program like this.
3: So, right.
1: like you said, each state should have their own method of, like, dealing with their...
2: Job. But it seems like the federal law even kind of locality, gets in the way. because, right. I mean,
1: we do have cities. Mm-hmm they might deal with it differently than another town. Right. So, yeah, I don't think this solution should 100% be, like, hey, federally stamped out or, or approved. Mm-hmm. I can agree
2: with that. Do you think drug addicts should go to the jail?
3: Nonviolence drug addicts? No. They should go to jail. Yeah,
0: I can agree with that. Um... Unless they do something like they get to a car, and right if they're doing a drug that can possibly impede their performance and they could potentially well, crash into something at maybe. that
1: point, they're essentially violent. But I yeah. mean, we do the same thing with alcohol, which is 100% legal, right? Like, but but mm-hmm. I mean, if you get into a car under the influence of alcohol mm-hmm. at a certain level, you're going to jail, but, whether you kill somebody or hurt somebody or not, mm-hmm. if you're just caught. You're, you're what if
0: you're just sleeping in the car, but you're drunk or you're you're cracked out
2: on crack? Because then there's the, potenti- be case case. Yeah, there's the potential. Yeah, because there's the potentiality that if you could you're take like, off.
1: Passed out in the car, right. and somebody just sees you, like you're actually behind.
2: And you're driving through a park.
3: Yeah, then
1: I think.
0: And you should probably be cut off. Yeah, not everything is a black and white issue. Everybody,
1: it's not, and we learn that every single day. As we start, there's no 100.
0: There never is, there never and they old. have to change with the times as well. You can't just implement a policy now and expect it to to, to serve its purpose years into the future.
1: Yeah, and I think that's what we try to we try to take issues and, and things that work in the past, and apply them to now solutions Mm. instead of letting all of these laws, everything, and to be fair, the Constitution grow and change.
0: And I think that's a problem when it comes to, like, old politicians who have been in for a long time because they're thinking, well, we've solved that 50 years ago. What do you mean we have to revisit it?
1: We have to, like, think about this again? That sucks. No. We're not going to do
0: it. But let us know in the comments section down below do you agree with new, what New York City is doing, or do you oppose it?
1: I was worried I wasn't going to have enough to talk about with this article, and yet here we are. So
0: Here we I'm are. And are interested. you a case manager out there like Jennifer? And do you love the, the, the resources that will be available uh, to these individuals?
1: Yeah, I hope you so much, but I'm also a real-world case manager,
3: so I'll
0: just put that where it is.